0: To Deconstructing Damsels. I am your host Jessica and I'm going to do a little bit of housekeeping and I'm gonna do all this at one time so my husband can have a very quick edit so you guys can get this right around Christmas time. So I want to thank my patrons, Carrie and the Elm sisters. They have been amazing. And I know I've been quiet. I'm sorry. I've honestly been doing a lot of schoolwork and I just Sometimes I get in these little funks where I can't do one thing even though I want to do it. I think it's part of my ADHD sometimes. I get so kind of just flat like I'll do other things and I can do them like I've been doing my you know YouTube channel and stuff like that but I I can't focus necessarily on certain things and I apologize it's been quite a while since you heard from me like two months. I did have things in the can but I just could not for whatever reason concentrate on creating openings and closings for these episodes which is crazy, but I'm going to try to be better about that in the new year. Again, I am so sorry. I'm hoping that you guys will be okay with possibly sending in your favorite books of the year. I know it's late, so I'm probably going to let it go through in January anyway, because we all read books at the end of the year, right? So what are your top romances of the year? I'd like to know, and I'd like to put that out. I enjoyed doing it last year, and I'd like to do it this year. Now that I can focus again, I'm also doing a lot of classwork right now. So it's just been chaotic. I'm starting my B1 level training in January and mid-January. And so life is life. But I have not forgotten the podcast. I promise. And I've been reading so much romance. If you'd like me to talk about it, please let me know with that as well. You can go to twitter.com slash Probably your best bet because I can get access to that when I'm at school during my breaks and stuff like that. And as for this microphone that's kind of amazing, this is my Christmas present from my amazing husband who is the guest today. And he bought me a blue snowball, which, wow, for Christmas. And I think it's really going to help me come up with it and he's trying to lick it but he possibly cannot. So, I think that's all of the stuff I need to talk about, and we are going to get right to it because my husband and I are doing our annual (laughs) Christmas book review, much to his and and sadness and overall, because we read You Can't Ruin Christmas by Olivia Noble. It was 84 pages or so, it was on Kindle Unlimited, which I have, and... The male love name is Bad <laughs> No, it's Twin. I
1: that's made I him said.
0: <laughs> I made him read a book <laughs> that's by him. Say hello.
1: Excuse me, did you say you made me read a book that's by me?
0: Well, by your name.
1: It it contains a character that has been unfairly labelled in the same manner that I have been labelled at birth. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well, you know not everybody can be a reindeer, honey. I would hope not. <laughs> I don't know, you'd make a pretty good reindeer. Alright, so anyone that knows is frozen as spin as the reindeer and it's one of his least favorite things ever. <laughs> because he is not okay with it. But suddenly I have a feeling this reindeer is gonna be much, much better than what you read this time.
1: I suppose so. Although if that character had been a reindeer it would have at least has made things a little bit more interesting.
0: True enough, and and I mean, they did mention the whole Disney, rain, you know, the whole reindeer thing in here. It was yeah, they,
1: they kind of waved at it from a distance.
0: No, not even from a distance. Remember when she called her sister and her sister was screeching about her, like, dating all yeah. the Disney characters? Yeah. Because Spin is a twin to Sebastian in this book.
1: And well, so there's I Sebastian, think, Sven. I think that's where we are getting into the plot. <laughs> Yes. If if I may give the premise,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the premise is that a young woman whose name I definitely have already forgotten
0: <laughs> Mary.
1: <laughs> a young Mary, apparently. Unmarried, though.
0: <laughs> Wait, uh, hold on. Mary is named after It's a Wonderful Life. I'm going to put that in there. So. Right, I
1: forgot. Yeah, yeah you're <laughs> yeah. right. In any case, this Mary has a boyfriend who is named Sebastian, who has apparently just broken up with her via text. He is a hotshot. Hockey player. He At the just
0: in the in the N H L. Yeah, to be finished. I was just getting to that. No. Okay. Uh, yes,
1: he just got into the N F L, and now he's no
0: NHL. NFL is football.
1: National Frozen Hockey League. Nine. Okay. He he got into the big shots, the big leagues, the big time,
0: mm-hmm. the,
1: the the big big Lebowski. Okay. and uh, now he's sleeping around and broke up with her, and she's all devastated in a very sitcom-cliché manner, eating ice cream that belongs to her roommate, who is, oh, surprise, Sebastian's brother. Twin. We, yes, but not identical.
0: No, but they, nearly identical.
1: They, they made some stre- uh, stressed the, the fact that they're not identical, but almost. I don't know what the purpose of that was.
0: So if anyone knows hockey, if you guys know the Sedins, uh, they used to play for Vancouver. They were twins, and they were redheaded. And they were hockey players, and I've shown my husband these pictures, but he's long since forgotten them. But my take was, was the twins were like a hotter version of the Sedins.
1: That seems fishy to me.
0: <laughs> well, they were playing for Vancouver.
1: Mm. In any case, yeah. The plot is summed up quickly. Um, hot brother comes in to comfort her and t- try to uh, give her personal training because he's a personal trainer.
0: And she's a revenge body.
1: Yes, which apparently happens in one week, because that happens. Yeah. And, of course, they they end up uh, enjoying the carnal pleasures of the flesh together. And then they at the very end, they get into a, a whole movie plot that they then decide not to get into.
0: Yeah, okay. So, to go a little bit deeper into that summation, there's a little bit more to it, because... Are you sure, though? Yes, because she is purposely wearing hot exercise equipment to make him look and stare and to follow her ass when it's moving up and down, up and down on the equipment and when she's kicking and stuff. And he apparently gets lots of hard-ons.
1: Yes. uh, And he may as well, because it fits in with the rest of his body, because the book does not tire of (laughs) pointing out how hard his body, in fact, is.
0: Especially his cock.
1: Yes, but the rest also.
0: Yeah, I know, but like every other time, like every other page, it feels like it's talking about how this cock is hard.
1: No, no, sometimes it's just talking about how huge the bulges.
0: True enough. We should also mention that the character, Mary, is an audiobook narrator. Yes. And she narrates her sister's book. Her sister is Eve. Her other sister is Clara. Okay. And then, I don't know, she's got a brother I forgot the name of. But it was
1: Mary Claire's Eve, and all was quiet.
0: Kind of, and so Mary is the oldest, and Clara is a ballerina, of course who we're not who has like some weird showgirls plots on destroying her career with her understudy. Uh,
1: it's it's a whole whole Carrigan. What? It's a whole Carrigan, Nancy Carrigan.
0: Oh yeah, no, it's not Kerrigan. It's it's not Kerrigan, It's showgirls. She's talking about like she's falling down. How she was given like stuff to make her have explosive diarrhea. This is all part of the romance what plot. What do you think
1: inspired showgirls?
0: <laughs> what inspired showgirls was apparently just... <laughs> I
1: mean, apart from the others.
0: <laughs> yeah, obviously. But, like, that's obviously, that's what I kept thinking about because, like, in eventually, like, Claire gets her spoilers, I guess. But, I mean, come on, you guys have listened to my podcast enough. Probably. If you're new, sorry. But I always give spoilers in podcast reviews. So you've got Eve, who's up in Alaska who's a, like, author, I think she's a romance author, living up in the Alaska wilds like three hours from the nearest store. So she's got her issues with, like, her love story is a dude in a plane that was on fire fell near her house and he's staying in her house and either he's going to be the love interest or a murderer, and I'd prefer the murder, or if this is how hmm. this plot's going to go.
1: And, Here's where we should point out that this is exactly as much information as the book gives us on that because it's a sneaky teaser for a different book.
0: Yeah, it's a sneaky teaser for the second book. And so, but anyway, so Mary is at home, at home being in L.A. or wherever she is. And she's at home in her apartment where she's got like roommates. One of them is a a stewardess, hostess, you know, flight attendant, whatever you want to call it. And I say that in, in full seriousness, I say that because... Uh And over on just checks out, I reviewed a uh, a um murder she wrote novel, and the author that wrote it had a book about stewardesses in the sixties, so that word just stuck in my head right now. but anyway, she's in there. Sven has been like living with her for a year, she's been dating like his brother since college mm-hmm. and it was weird because we don't know how old this character is nope. but like she reads as a thirteen year old not someone near thirty. Yes. Or even near like 26, because her age is never established.
1: Also, uh, what's the average age of, the, of successful uh, top of the line NHL players?
0: NHL? I mean, it, some of them can be like 20, some of them can be like 34. It just depends mm. on...
1: So, nebulous age group. Young, yes. hot, attractive.
0: And he's really good, but Sven is even better. But Sven hurt his leg, and so he's created another his knee. He's created another uh, business where he trains all these famous people in LA, and he's networking his people to try and get her land her a job too, because he's been in love with her since college, apparently.
1: Mm. Yeah, and we're already uh, spotting like the, the last minute twists because there's so little plot.
0: There really is no plot in this, guys. It's, I mean, I've read some short books, and I love them. I love novellas. If you look at my reading for this year, almost 55% or 60% of it is under 100 pages. I love them. But this one is very bare on anything, except they have mile-high sex. Okay, now, we should mention, she's only been broken up from his brother for about that week. And she's already, like, trying to, like, have sex with him When she's in her drunken stupor, she's like, oh, no, this isn't a rebound. And I have every note in my book says, rebound, 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 rebound. Mm
1: -hmm. Also, um, the dialogue is delivered. Not just the dialogue. All the writing is um, about as sweaty as Rob Van butt crack at the end of a Royal Rumble.
0: (laughs) So for those of us that haven't seen that.
1: I think it paints its own picture here.
0: (laughs) But the point being, it's it's a very weirdly paced book. Because, again, this is all within, like, a week, and she's got her revenge body because she's like, oh, yeah, and I should mention, I should mention speaking, don't read this book if you have body dysmorphia or if you have issues with your weight. Because all they talk about is losing weight, getting a revenge body, how her body is not hot enough because she's an actress, but she hasn't gotten the right break yet. Her name, by the way, is Mary Frost. I don't know if you picked up on that. Uh-huh. Yeah. But so and so that means Claire and E. Frost are her sisters, and again mm. that brother I've forgotten about. There's like four in this series, but I will not be continuing on. Um, it's just very strange the way this has worked out.
1: Yeah. Again, it's it's very compressed timescale. Nothing happens. Basically, there's enough events for like two days, but at the same time, developments enough for for three months.
0: Well, the thing is, is like okay, so. At one point, she's recording in her studio and her sister calls like, hey, you need to go home. You know, dad's been forgetting things, blah, 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 blah. Red Herring turns out not forgotten. He just basically did it because they wanted to bring her home because they because they thought she was going to be engaged to Sebastian. Because Sebastian had bought the ring and he went with his brother and stuff. And he was not, like,
1: not even that. Remember at the end of the book. Basically, what they're saying is that they lured her home because they knew Sebastian was uh, sleeping around. Yeah. And they wanted to get her home to see her new boyfriend. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. The new boyfriend that they didn't even know about until she took a picture of when they were in the city. Yeah. In in their little town of Snowflake Creek. When
1: she had already come over. Yeah. Nothing about it makes sense, but it wraps up the plot, especially when it seems like they're about to go into a ooh, I have to pretend to be your fiancé that they don't know you've broken up with. This is a whole plot for a romantic comedy, but we're going to abort that as soon as it starts because why the fuck not now?
0: Yeah. And like, and Sebastian shows up near the end.
1: Yeah, because of course we have to have that moment where it's like, oh, I'm pathetic and I want you back now. Oh, you're kicking and, me to the curb, or no.
0: And the thing is, it's like, so he had been posting women all over his Instagram and Mary wasn't bright enough to figure out what was going on. She's like, "Oh, they're his friends and stuff, and I'm like, he's an n h l player
1: of course, it also be good told to that in hindsight because the first scene is her being broken up with right yeah, yeah, having been broken up with, rather
0: yeah, but like I mean, three different characters mentioned basically his Instagram story so.
1: because there is so little plot that whatever there is has to be reiterated three or four times at least
0: yeah. Guys, I'm honestly going to say this is not a book to read, but I will say there is one good part of this book. Excuse me? <laughs> the one good part is I really liked Snowflake Creek. I liked where she was from. I liked it because this is in Minnesota. I liked where she was in Minnesota. I liked how he had like the 24-hour taco mm. restaurant. You can't go wrong with that, in my opinion. And they had like a very Christmassy vibe to it. And like apparently her family ran a farm and they had like Christmas sleigh rides and stuff. But well, I
1: was yeah, She lives in every Hallmark movie.
0: Yeah, but I still like it. Like, I mean, I watch Hallmark movies sometimes for the small towns, even though you couldn't pay me to live in a small town again.
1: Yeah, I would rather watch a Hallmark movie than read this again, though.
0: Well, we don't have to. In a minute, you can just whoop it out of your brain, because we're almost done. Woo!
1: Starting to forget it. Starting to forget it. (laughs) Mm, Sweet oblivion. We
0: we really did. I did actually try to find a good book because I know a (laughs) lot of our reviews for Christmas stuff is not good, but I did try. But I mostly picked it because his name was in it, and I'm very uh, easygoing that way.
1: Having fun making fun of a bad book is kind of a Christmas tradition,
0: too. (laughs) By the way, if you hear any noises in the background, that would be Penny being very upset that we're talking loud and she's trying to sleep, so... Yeah. I don't know how much this microphone is going to pick up. Because so, we have never used it before. No. I literally got it yesterday. So,
1: Dog scoffing on the couch.
0: Yep. yep. So, is there any other parting shots you want to give us?
1: I don't think they know the logistics of an airplane toilet.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was that airplane sex. They apparently, again, they had after a week of being together.
1: Which is their first penetrator tra- tra- sex. Which is also a weird thing where... It- At one point, he eats her out. And he does that because he didn't want the first time to be in a gym because oral doesn't count as sex because everybody's 13, I guess. Yeah,
0: exactly. And then they, and then she's like, he's like, well, I want to wait. I want to take you on a date. He wants to, like, give her a little bit of the respect that his brother didn't give because, again, he's been in love with her for some nebulous amount of years, but they were in their early 20s, at least back then. And I don't know where they are now, but anyway. Uh, long enough that you know she's been with with her ex boyfriend for years, which mm. still trying to figure out how her husband or her not and her her ex. ex yeah her ex I was, I was saying husband because of the whole engagement ring mm. that was a whole plot line point that went nowhere. They were together for a while and they have sex in this airplane bathroom, but he's apparently huge and muscular. So my mm. guess is he's probably a defenseman or something like that in hockey. Like he's probably playing on the defense, and she was just like, "How can we make this work?" I'm like, "Yeah, I can't. Yep. That's awesome. not how bodies work."
1: Incredibly romantic location for anyone who's ever smelled an airplane bathroom.
0: Oh yeah, and it's also a red eye flight too. So it's like in the, it's like early in the morning, late mm-hmm. late at night because the flight was at eleven p.m. L.A. time, and they got to like Minnesota, at like uh, her small town, at like six a.m. So. Mm-hmm. And I think that Minnesota is like central time. So it's like mm-hmm. two hours behind.
1: Also, they had the space to put on a condom in there. I'm very impressed.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Okay, and, uh,
1: that's wait, wait. actually, that's that's one positive I'm going to give the book. They were like, yes, we are going to use a condom.
0: Yeah, and in fact, she had it. Like She she was like, no, here's the condom. She wasn't waiting for the guy to provide it or anything and say, yeah. oh, I don't know if we can. But
1: <sighs> I feel accomplished. I found the one positive thing.
0: See, you found the condom thing. I found the fact that I'd actually like to go visit this place that she's from. So see, look, there were some positive moments, but Hmm. when I rated it on Goodreads, I gave it one star. Hmm? You don't have a Goodreads, so what would you rate it one out of five? It has to be a one minimum. You can't go like negative two, I know you.
1: Can I give it half? No. All right, I'm going to rate it one condom out of five.
0: And the reason I say that is is because I'm not going to let them have a half half star. It has to be a full star because half stars only work if you're on a story graph, which I have a story graph, but I always forget to have it.
1: Uh, it's yes. not as, it's
0: not as easy to access as Goodreads because it's not connected to my Kindle.
1: Yes, the German blue blood craft story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but in general, not a good book. Don't recommend it.
1: I recommend avoiding it.
0: <laughs> okay, oh, but to compare it. How much do you like this one from the one last year and driving home? Uh, how would you put those in order? Um from-
1: this may be the worst written.
0: Uh huh.
1: But driving home was worse and it was longer. <laughs> and surprise Christmas baby surprise Christmas was definitely the most offensive.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I really do look for happy books, guys. I truly do. I mean, like I was trying to read something good, and I read a Holly Jolly Diwali, and that one was a medium. Like it was like a three star for me too. Mm. It wasn't a good. It wasn't a good time for Christmas books this year. I had like multiple platforms to find it, and I still couldn't find anything. Cause I gave. I think I gave Murder She Wrote like one star, two star, something like that. Mm. Check. That one was just offensive all around. That makes the romance one from last year. Check that Pete, out.
1: Right? Check that out on Jess Checks Out on <laughs> YouTube. Go now. Like. Subscribe. Do all these things. Do all the good people. That you oh, my
0: God. Okay. Anyway, he's done now. <laughs> he's gotten to the ham side of his life, so he's done now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh (laughs) Uh-huh, Merry Christmas. Actually, we might as well say Happy New Year, because this is coming up after Christmas.
1: Huh? Excuse me. Happy Holidays, a great New Year, stay safe, stay protected in all the ways,
0: and be good to yourself. Yes, and before I go, I'm going to say you can check Damsel's Podcast at damselspodcast.com, where you can actually listen to these, because sometimes it's easier to listen to websites or download or whatever you want to do. You can go also check me out on Twitter and Instagram. I'm awful about Instagram with the damsels one. It's hard having multiple accounts, guys. So I honestly kind of don't don't play with that one much. But you can definitely find me on Twitter. I'm kind of getting back in the routine now that I'm decompressing from school for a bit before I go back. And then mid-February, I should be done with that class. So that'll be much easier for me on maintaining my speeds and what I want to do. So my next question, or my last question before you, before I go, is what is one Valentine book you want Sven and I to read? You guys get to pick it. Only the listeners do. So you guys better either email me at damselspodcast at gmail.com or you can catch me on twitter.com slash damselspodcast and tell me because if you guys don't come up with one, he's going to have to go with whatever suggestion I have. And remember, I have Kindle Unlimited.
1: Choose wisely.
0: (laughs) All right, guys. Happy holidays. I have missed you all, truly. And I will see what I can do in the next year, having more episodes come out. And I really hope you have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful 2022 beginning. No matter what it is, no matter how it is, I hope it brings you some peace, joy, and love. And wonder, because the world is full of it, even in the middle of this craptastic world we live in at the moment. So find some little bits of wonder every day. They don't have to be big. Because I know I struggle with depression, and I have to look for wonder sometimes all the time, but it can be just as simple as looking outside and seeing the frost on the trees. Because, hey, you're here. That's, That's a moment of optimism, right? So enjoy your holidays, guys. Bye. Bye.